Welcome to Women Who Sarcast and Real Deep Shit. I'm Kathy Barron. celebration of Black History Month, which began in 1926 by the Association for the Study of African American Life and History, I want to showcase a couple of black women who were pioneers in the radio industry, since I'm a podcaster and my dad was a radio TV newsman. Mary D. Dudley was the first black woman disc jockey, according to blackthen.com. On August 1st, 1948, Mary D. Dudley broke racial and gender barriers by becoming the nation's first African-American woman disc jockey. She launched her daily 15-minute show, Movin' Around, on station WHOD in Homestead, Pennsylvania, and after six months, the show expanded from 15 minutes to an hour, and two years later to two hours. Mary D., A native of Homestead, Pennsylvania, was the daughter of William Good and sister to ABC TV news reporter Mal Good. She attracted national attention when Ebony Magazine spotlighted her show. And through her program, she interviewed national celebrities such as Cab Calloway, Jackie Robinson, and Sarah Vaughn. She broadcast on WHOD from 1948 to 1956, and she left WHOD in 1956 to work in Baltimore, Maryland. She was hired to work for station WHAT in Philadelphia, where she hosted a Monday through Saturday gospel music show called Songs of Faith, and she stayed on air with WHAT for eight years. Dorothy Brunson was the first African-American woman in the nation to own a radio station and later on a TV station when she bought WEBB AM in Baltimore, Maryland. She was born in Georgia and raised in Harlem, New York. She was also the first African-American woman to own and operate a television station with her purchase of the Philadelphia WGTW-TV Channel 48 in 1986. Dorothy was a graduate of New York City Public Schools, and she hoped for a career in the arts and studied drama, fashion, photography, and advertising. This according to the Baltimore Sun. But she wanted something more, so she returned to college and earned a bachelor's degree in finance and accounting in 1960 from the State University of New York Empire State College in Saratoga Springs, which is just south from where I grew up in Ticonderoga, and went to work in 1962 as assistant controller of WWRL Radio in New York City. Dorothy advanced very quickly and within three months became controller Before she left in 1969, she was the station's assistant general manager and corporate liaison. She co-founded Howard Sanders Advertising in New York City, which was one of the first African-American advertising agencies in the U.S. and Madison Avenue's first. 
With $115,000 in buyout money, she was hired by Inner City Broadcasting to assist black investors purchasing WLIBAM Radio, New York's first station focused on the African-American community. She turned the station's operation around, reducing staff and debt, and eventually expanded its ownership to include WLIBFM, which was renamed WBLS, and six other stations. By 1978, annual sales rose from 500000 to more than $23 million, and as manager of WBLS, Dorothy had turned the failing operation into to the sixth largest radio station in the nation. She gained listeners by initiating a top 40 format that also leaned heavily on rhythm and blues. Dorothy moved to Baltimore, Maryland after leaving New York, the New York station in 1979 when she established Brunson Communications and purchased Webb, W-E-B-B, for $485,000. Webb was established in 1955 and named for the legendary Baltimore-born and raised swing-era musician William Henry Chick Webb. The station, which was in bankruptcy, had previously been owned by James Brown, the American singer who was known as the Godfather of Soul. With the purchase of Webb, Dorothy Brunson became the first African-American woman to own a radio station in the United States. Not only was the station in deteriorating condition, owning back taxes, and being mired in bankruptcy, Dorothy Brunson also had to deal with some 600 violations that had been filed against Webb by the Federal Communications Commission. She had to rebuild an image, gain credibility, and make it a strong voice in the black community. For the first four years of her ownership, the station operated in the red. She took no salary for two years, living on previous earnings. She would need to construct two 350-foot towers in order to expand to a more profitable 24-hour format, and through a five-year legislative struggle with the Baltimore City Council, it was finally approved in 1986. She said, quote, we all have a bit of fantasy in projecting where we want to be. Going into television at almost 50, that's crazy. I'm secure, I'm safe. Why take on another $10 million worth of debt? Because I'm a dreamer, the great fantasy, the impossible, the impractical, not to be caught up in the boredom trail. She also said, quote, the ultimate challenge is to be the great entrepreneur, the great businesswoman. I want to be a great businesswoman. It's a dream. In 1990, she expanded her broadcast empire when she purchased WIGOAM in Atlanta and WBSMAM in Wilmington, North Carolina. She enjoyed mentoring young businesswomen and served as a consultant to various businesses. She was the owner of Bright Light Media, a Baltimore public relations firm, as well as owning and operating insurance and real estate development companies. Dorothy Brunson explained her philosophy in the 1987 Sun interview, pointing out that people didn't have the same veneration for business people as they have for athletes, actors, or even ballerinas. She said, quote, it's only at that point in your life that you think for a moment you've got some perfection that you feel satisfied. Business people are no different, at least those of us who have that. Dorothy Brunson died at the age of 72 from ovarian cancer in 2011.
Thank you to Mary D. Dudley and Dorothy Brunson for paving the way for black women in the radio and TV industry. Thank you for listening to Women Who Sarcast, an independent podcast. We welcome and encourage your snarky comments. Contact us at womenwhosarcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at womenwhosarcast. Support us on Patreon and become part of our sarcastic community. Visit www.patreon.com backslash womenwhosarcast. Show music provided by Mike Imbasciani.